What's up? Welcome to Relatable Nerds. I'm Ilsa. And I'm Kyra. Um, today we are going to be recapping Loki episode three and four because we um, last time we re- recapped one and two. Yeah. So yeah, we're up to three and four. Um, if you're watching this, that means episode five already came out, but you know yeah. what? We're filming before that, so we're just totally ahead of well, the game. We're really, we're really on top of things. <laughs> um, that's one of the things that you all know about us. Right. Um, on time. But thank you so much for joining us. We are live from the Lincoln Lodge yet again. Um, we're really excited. This is like the best comedy club in Chicago. So come check it out. Um, Thank you again to Christine, our lovely producer. <laughs> producer, director, sound engineer, Just everything. All of the yeah. above. Painter of all this of immaculate above. table. Are you oh my me? God, she painted this you table. Guys, I don't know if she's taking commissions, but I mean, yeah. if, you, if you need, you know, a table painted or some type of art in your house, Christine is your lady. <laughs> and today we're sponsored by Smartwater. Um, <laughs> crisp and delicious. Um, but yeah, so we'll be getting into that. But yeah. first, we'll be talking about nerd news. And before yes. we even get into that, oh, here we go, Kyra, how was your week? <sighs> um, never prepared to answer this, but now it's all coming back to me. It was Halloween a couple days ago. It was, and my favorite holiday of the whole year. I had two costumes planned. Didn't wear either of them because Chicago decided. Yeah. To just switch up the holidays and be completely Christmas on Halloween. I think it hailed, it snowed, it was sunny, it was windy. We got all four seasons in yeah. like one day. It did I, hail. It was yeah. so creepy. I was like, what It the was heck? like hail, hail. It was like they were big. They were like little cotton ball sized hail yeah, balls. I got and I'm scared. like, oh my God. Um, so I had big plans for Halloween. I did like a little staycation downtown. I stayed in Fulton Market and that was really nice. And we were going to dress up and I had a Barbie costume. I had to do Barbie. I had to just yeah. get it just to have it because I know I'm going to cosplay at it. Which at one was it? Just the classic cowgirl Barbie. Cowgirl, yeah. Um, I got the hat and everything. Um, but of course, it was way too cold to do that because it's like a tank top and that costume was just so thin. Um, and then I also like got like a little fairy costume, which was cute with like wings and the elf ears and everything. But of course, it was a dress. Wasn't going to do that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I just... Got drunk, went to Emporium, played a bunch of video games. I'm like really, really good at Galaga. Okay. I that's my thing. And it's like I just go to Galaga and I play it for like hours at Emporium. And I love going to Emporium. It's so and much fun. All the boys at video games. They don't it's know amazing. what to do. They They're literally so don't bad know what at to video do. Game, like old school video games though. There was a crowd watching us play Mortal Kombat at one point because I was like sub zero for a while because that's my favorite. And someone was like, oh, well, you have to change. You know, like, I bet you're not going to, like, win with another character. And so I changed the Scorpion immediately, like, just keep winning and winning and winning. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, whatever. But, I mean, Also, it's, like, it's why fun. do you have to change it? I don't, because they were like, you know, just fucking, I guess, pressure. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm going to prove a point. I'm fucking good at Mortal Kombat. But honestly, I haven't played Mortal Kombat on, like, a an actual like game system because it's always mm-hmm. broken wherever I go for some reason but this one was working and was a little janky but it was fun yeah I love Mortal Kombat I need to get the new game because there's like a new one that just came out this year so yeah how was your week oh it was really good <laughs> yeah it was Halloween um it was. did so you dress up I did not either mm-hmm. I um I did have a Barbie costume as well but I was going to be President Barbie um you had a Barbie costume too yeah, that's amazing. Obviously, I, every, I, whisper, I feel I like, like every woman in the world was supposed to yeah, get one. Like that, that was, was like our mission. Unsaid this like year. rule here, like girls, we got one. Yeah. You know? Um, but I ended up. I was supposed to work on Tuesday and ended up getting like called out. So I went out, but yeah. I was not gonna wear the costume. Obviously, yeah. it's kind of um, insane. Yeah, exactly. Like and then I went out like Saturday at, to this. This was also last minute. <laughs> um, I went to like a Pilsen bar hop um it was like a halloween bar hop so i got to see there was like so many like 
witches and you know superheroes and there was ninjas everywhere and it's like it's so cool um i was like oh man because i was shooting content for kaiser tiger shout out kaiser tiger follow them on instagram (laughs) um (laughs) i was shooting content for them so i was already close by and so i was like i'm just gonna go meet up with my friends over here so i didn't go home to get a costume um and they were like, well, that's so weird because you like never miss an opportunity to walk around as Spider-Man. So what are you doing right now? We and have the like, same people that say the same things because that's what I was told too. I'm like, oh, you're not you're not going to be Spider-Man this year. And I'm like, maybe. <laughs> I'm like, that's like a daily wear thing. It's not like a dress up costume. Okay, I'm literally a variant <laughs> of Spider-Man. Okay, that's right. why I wear it. <laughs> Um, but then on Monday, just wanted to shout them out. I went to a food pop-up at Ludlow Liquors. Okay. Um, it was Chubby Boy Burgers. They just got written about in the Chicago Reader. And I've been to one of their pop-ups before. They had them like all summer long. Um, really great burgers, like the best in the city. I'm going to say it. I said it here and now, and I totally believe it. Um, but they really are, and it's not just because I'm friends with them. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's like two guys. It's a uh, like Hispanic owned, so oh, yeah. that's why I'm happy about it. It's like Oscar Zargova and Caesar Ordaz, and you know what? They do a really good job. And I don't know if there's going to be any more like pop ups coming because it was more like a summer thing, and the weather was bad. But Monday was crazy. It got so popping in there like nice. i had never seen it like that busy nice. and everybody was having chubby boy burgers and they're great yeah so i love a monday night too yeah a monday night just yeah wild bar that's how you know people really want to be there and like a drink. monday if it's a monday with the weather how it's been in chicago and you're still going out you're dedicated. Just eating really burgers like and drinking. <laughs> you really enjoy it. <laughs> it was, yeah. That chubby sauce, perfect. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my week. I love it. You know, I will say this too, note about Halloween. Um, I feel like we'll, we'll just like get costumes every year, but we like accumulate them because we go to so many conventions. So it's like, truthfully, if you're a nerd, Halloween is like once a month. Yeah. You know, or just like walking around your house. So I think that's why if we didn't dress up on Halloween, we're like, oh, that's okay. Like, I'm going to a con this month, you know, or next month. Yeah, it really like, doesn't okay. matter. Because, yeah. Like, yeah. like how we get made fun of. You never like miss an opportunity like, to be dressed as Spider-Man. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do it while everybody else is dressed as him. That's embarrassing. I'll just know? randomly show up to my bar in the Spider-Man costume. And I'll like bartend sometimes like that. And it's a fucking trip because sometimes it'll be slow. Sometimes it'll be busy and people just be like, what the hell, you know? But yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's a good time. (laughs) That's a good idea. Yeah. So we have some nerd news today. We have quite a bit. Um, We'll try to get through it pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, But the one that I have written down here is that Chandler is dead. Oh, my God. Matthew Perry has died in a hot tub um, at age 54, I believe. And um, it is tragic. What do you think about it? I was like, I wasn't the biggest Friends fan, but obviously, unless you were like under a rock your whole life, you know who Matthew Perry is. You know Chandler. You know Friends. I don't really know too much of his career besides Friends. Um, I just knew a lot of people that loved him. And obviously it's evident after he passed the amount of people that loved him that I weren't really aware. But um, I think it was very interesting, his death. Like not interesting, but just like, oh, like he died, Tragic. he drowned in his house. Like it's just, just totally just didn't even see that one coming, you know? And obviously as we get older, more and more people, you know, are going to pass and that's a part of life. But I did not see that coming in 2023. You know how they have like, oh, this wasn't on my bingo card. I didn't have Matthew Perry dying on my bingo card this year. No, absolutely like, not. And it's hard to kind of, <laughs> I still don't believe it. It's like weird. Yeah. Um, I know he said something about how when I, he, I think he wrote in his book or something that when I die, I'll probably be most remembered for friends. But the, my actual favorite role was in the movie Fools Rush In right. with Selma Hayek. Makes sense. And I was like, that's I mean, yeah, yeah, I would also probably cherish those <laughs> moments as well. We all right. know how I feel about Salma Hayek. Yes. So. 
Um, um, I don't know. It's kind of like weird because he apparently is not that great of a dude. Like he wrote how he kind of harassed Jennifer Aniston on set and yeah. like made her super uncomfortable. Like kind of gross. So disgusting. But what white guy in the 90s wasn't terrible I was and disgusting? Say, at least know? he like fessed up to it, I guess. It doesn't make it right. But at least he like knew and he was aware of how much of an asshole he was being to her. Yeah. Um, it was also really interesting. Like. Obviously, when that happened, I saw all of these articles pop up and like all these people, you know, there's always like a good conspiracy out there. And you're like, these people are crazy or whatever. But you just click the link because you're like, oh, what do they mean? You know, Mm -hmm. or what happened? And apparently before he passed on his Instagram, he um, his favorite character of all time, like person was Batman. He was obsessed with Batman. And he was posting all these like cryptic Instagram posts like just weird things and just like <laughs> the Batman logo and just like, don't worry, I got the city tonight. I'm the Matt man. And he did this for like a couple weeks before his death. And then his last Instagram post was of him in the hot tub that he drowned in. Isn't that weird? That is so weird. I don't know. I'm not saying there's a conspiracy. I don't think come for the internet. I think, <laughs> it's aren't weird. they checking for like... um. Not pills in his system, but like things that he's um, prescribed. Right. Which, I mean, if you take like too many Ambien and you go in the hot tub, like you might. You might, fl- yeah. you might fall asleep in there and drown. So yeah. It looked like a nice hot tub. It looked like a massive hot tub. I mean. He makes so much money. Yeah. The are... friends, like they still make residuals because it's like always oh, constantly yeah. on every single day. I Somebody was telling me about that, that I think the first year, I forget how much he made, but by the next year they were making like millions per episode. Yeah. It was like insane. Yeah, um, like the final season was like some insane, insane number. Yeah, he never had to work again, honestly. No. But I could see why he could be frustrated. And a lot of people in Hollywood, you know, that young role you get in the beginning and then you're just branded as that person forever. But, you know, drugs, prescription drugs, alcohol, booze, it happens. And it's really sad and tragic. And RIP Matthew Perry. It is tragic. I wish Funny, I liked talented friends more. people are always so tragic. Yeah, it's, so it's true. Sad. I will say, though, like when I was little, my mom was obsessed with friends. That's the only connection I have to it. And like back in the VHS, when you would record things, you know, in those days, and my mom, I remember when the finale came on, we watched it and we recorded it and she was crying. I've seen my mom cry like just on like one like maybe four times in my life she's not a very emotional person and she was bawling her eyes out and I started crying because I'm like oh my god are you okay and um she still has the VHS yeah I'm getting emotional as I say that because it's like (laughs) when people you love are like sad about deaths you're like oh my god you know like I can't believe I'm crying about Matthew Perry on the podcast but geez it's sad it is sad yeah um, there was like a no. I used to cry whenever I would see my mom cry, but then she died, so now I don't have that anymore. So I'm like really lucky. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, relatable anyway, nerds therapy yeah. session. Um, mommy issues but. on this. <laughs> no daddy issues, just mommy issues on here. Oh, there's plenty of daddy issues as well. Um, but what is our next nerd news? I know you have a, a, a bunch of them. We should just like wrap up. Yeah, fire we're, we're going to get through them. this, you guys, quick. But um, just wanted to make a note to everybody listening uh, Invincible is an amazing, amazing comic book, amazing TV show that premiered on Amazon Prime, I think, two years ago now. Yeah. It's been a while, it was a but while. this um, season two premiere is happening tonight, the day we're recording this. So we're going to be recapping that. From this point on, we're really, really excited about it. If you guys haven't watched Invincible, it's a very binge-worthy then you show. you need to watch it. I had to nearly yeah. like beat you up to get you to I watch know. it. You and sure you were did. like, this is the best thing I've ever and seen I, in my life. I think I watched <laughs> half of it in like one night. And yeah. I'm like... I fucking cracked out on coffee. I'm yeah, like, didn't you like oh get caught god. up like immediately? Or oh something? my god, I think it was like three days, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Seth Rogen's in this too. Like, yeah. there's just so many good people. It's like such an amazing cast. It's so good. I read that comic book from issue one to its ending. That's a bit. That's and it was. Oh. I loved it. It was like the greatest thing ever. Um, so highly recommend. I can't wait for season two. And just just a little note on that, you guys. Uh, there's a lot of rumors floating around. You know, we're Marvel girls on here and we love Spider-Man. There is a couple issues of that with Spider-Man crossing over into Invincible. So you never know. 
Oh, like yeah, outside episode or yeah. issues? Yeah. 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 So, could be cool. It gets crazy. Sometimes that makes people God, watch things, you know? so good. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking about it again. And on that note, you guys, there are so many Marvel things going on this week. A lot of them, as we always classically say, we done been knowing because we have been. If we you're have. a comic book nerd, you can predict a lot of the stuff that's going to happen. But unfortunately, a lot of the time, for some reason, these Marvel execs and writers can't get it right, you yeah. know? And I think it's kind of catching up to them right now. Mm-hmm. All they had to do was listen to Relatable Nerds and they had the blueprint All they succeed. had to do is listen to nerds because we actually know it and we know it so well. It's like mm-hmm. sick and they just... They're going by like the wrong rules. I feel like execs yeah. shouldn't be in charge of anything. No, it also, should be... Like, pay people that are good at stuff. Seriously. Um, so yeah, you guys, the reboot of Marvel, we're gonna call this topic of the nerd news. Um, the internet really is in shambles over all of these alleged rumors. But first, let's get this one out of the way because it's gonna be a while till this movie comes out, but I'm okay with it because Blade is one of our favorites. Blade was the beginning yeah. of superhero movies in the 90s. Um, obviously, Wesley Snipes portrayed Blade back in that original movie and the series. And now we have Mahershala Ali, an amazing actor, who was casted as Blade a couple years ago now, and uh, they wrote the whole script, and he was like, yeah, I'm not going to do this. That's uh, amazing. And allegedly now it's coming out, the narrative of the script was going to be basically led by women and filled with life lessons, which obviously those two things go hand in hand. But if you've seen Blade, that really isn't what Blade's about. Um, if you see Blade, you know it's just about gore, blood, killing vampires. I mean, he's usually like taking care of a woman. He is. And his (laughs) and his mother had obviously a huge influence on his Mm -hmm. life. Um, But, you know, it's an action vampire movie. And I feel like if you're going to redo Blade, you got to do it right. It can't be. I wonder how they're going to do it. Because I'm just thinking like just re-release the old movies because they were amazing. I still watch them all the time to this day. Um, Like it's like a comfort movie, not because it's like a comforting like warm movie but yeah. because it's like a childhood favorite it and is. that kind of like you know it's a cozy I think they should just re-release they it they should I mean theater. I hope they do like a special re-release like when it's about to come out that would be so because cool. I never got to see you probably did you get to see it in theater I think we no. were like a little too young for that and I'll never forget I think that's yeah, what got me these are old yeah. like old th- like VHS tapes yeah. yeah I don't know Blade got me into horror to begin with because that entrance like club scene where there's all that blood falling down and they're just like raving and yeah insane I'll never forget that it's so good it's so good that song like it's so good I don't even know what it is as soon as you did it I'm like damn charades I know exactly what that is um but yeah you guys Logan the Logan writer which Logan was an incredible movie uh, yeah. Michael Green is now hired to restart the script from scratch so I trust that guy Logan was amazing. I lost track of how many times I cried during Logan. Um, We'll leave it at that. We'll talk about Blade in the future, I think, because we got to get through a lot of nerd news. But I'm really excited for Blade. Um, That's going to be incredible. Take as long as they need, because I don't want them to fuck that one up. You can fuck up everything else. Just don't mess up Blade. Don't do that to me. They're already (laughs) starting at such a disadvantage, I feel. Right. Um, And then the next news announcement in this reboot of Marvel. Marvel is moving away from focusing on Kang for the multiverse. Obviously, we all know this one was coming. There's yeah. a, Jonathan Majors is under a lot of heat in the he past year. He was dropped by like his PR firm and his agent, I believe. Everybody, you know, as soon as that like army commercial came out, it, like the week after, shit hit the fan of everything that was going yeah. on, and it was just like, you know, um, all of his ads dropped him, and the only quick. people that kept him on was Marvel, and they're yeah. like, we will, we're we're gonna wait and yeah. see. Well, this guy is literally the basis of everything we're doing for the next ten years, so. Yeah, they really messed up by putting all of their eggs in that basket. It it sucks because I see why they did because he's so talented and he's a great actor and he had so much potential. He still does. It's just it's unfortunate that this happened. But there's a light on the horizon. There's there's something stirring in the Marvel. that he sucks as a person. (laughs) Um, Good thing Marvel has a plethora of never-ending villains that we can just pick and choose from that they haven't really done yet. We don't have to keep doing Avengers, although they're probably going to do that again. Um, They're going to focus and shift into Doctor Doom now, which, again, done but knowing. I think we've been saying that since Moon Knight released because in Latveria... 
that's where Doctor Doom kind of reigns over, and mm-hmm. we were pretty set on them showing Doctor Doom in that show. And I, yeah, they could have easily done that, and people, I think that would have brought Moon Knight was already very successful with a lot of audiences. I loved Moon Knight. If they would have just dropped Doctor Doom in there for a second, that w- Marvel probably would have been okay right now. Yeah, but I don't think Oscar Isaac would have allowed it because yeah. he was like, I don't want anyone outside to be in my TV it's show. It's mine. Yeah. yeah, he was like, I don't want to. He's like, I don't want like that Olsen girl. <laughs> right. He's like, no, 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 no. We don't need don't a witch in here. The, I don't want any of the Olsens popping in here. Yeah. Like, pretending. <laughs> I can play all the versions of myself and we can yeah. just call this a show. Um, but Dr. Doom is amazing, you guys. Just look up Dr. Doom if you don't know who he is. He's this larger than life villain, green cape, big metal, you know, just insane, just evil person. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of rumors about who's going to play him. Maybe Adam Driver. He would be so good. I could die after that movie comes out. Or we decided we, that it should yeah, be Adam Driver. It should be Adam Driver. His voice is just it. That's all I hear. Yeah. That's all I, whenever I see a picture of Dr. Doom, I'm like, I can hear Adam Driver talking to yeah. me. Um, or Henry Cavill. There's another rumor about him since, you know, that guy really needs a job right now. Um, <laughs> I love Henry Cavill. <sighs> Different. Um, I'm so sad about The Witcher. Right. Either way, though, with this Kang news, it could, it does seem pretty evident that this is possible because with the new Loki episodes that we'll get into, it does seem like they're shifting away from Kang being everything. And it seems like it's more like Miss Minutes or Ravona, yeah. and we don't need Kang anymore, which is And wild. they even said that in, what, episode three? Episode They're three. Like, we don't need him. Word for word, and we're like, <laughs> Miss Minutes, we knew it. Um, And then you guys, next up, Marvel is reportedly looking at bringing back the original Avengers cast with Iron Man and Black Widow. Robert Downey Jr. and Scarlett Johansson. Perfect. I, I right. love them. Anytime I see Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, again, that's the only thing he ever has to do for the rest of his life. Sign me up. I love him. I know he was just an Oppenheimer. He did a great job in that. But he was born to he be Iron Man. He is a good actor. He's great. Um, he's so great at Iron Man, though. Yeah. It's, it's just... just confusing because it's like they obviously killed him and yeah. Black Widow in Endgame. So... I mean, it's not like they haven't killed other characters before. I mean, Loki's dead as well, and he right. has a, two seasons with the TV series. That makes sense. Um, um. But <laughs> you know, and they, and they like, yeah, oh, the like, the, I'm thinking like, oh, there's just so many. things There's so that much. Done. The multiverse so really just opened up done. all like, the doors. Like the Quicksilver in WandaVision and how it was the wrong Quicksilver. And oh god, the the yeah. way that they just like Evan throw Peters. these things in here, and you know, it. I think it's all going to add up. And I think again, if you're a comic book nerd, you saw this one coming. I think we actually were thrown a curveball in multi multiverse of madness because we thought he was going to come back as the invincible Iron Man there, right? Um, which he didn't, which I'm fine with. I yeah. think that was okay. It was a little it too was a little soon. Too soon. Um, but I think the only problem I have with this is that his sacrifice throughout Infinity Wars and Endgame would just not be yeah. as great, as noteworthy, because his death, again, <sighs> tissues, that was a, that was, that was sad. Yeah, it was, was really sad. That was, that funeral, oh my gosh. Um, but That's my only problem. Marvel has been setting us up for this kind of stuff to happen, because it almost seems like, oh, nothing, these characters aren't working, it's like a cop-out. Yeah. But they've been setting us up for like them coming back this whole time like doing multiverse things yeah. i mean the the spider-man no way the spider-man no way home movie had multiple villains all the villains died uh, yeah and then came back to life in right. this movie so no one can really die <laughs> and then if you watched marvel what if which if you haven't yet please go watch it oh um there was this moment where Black Widow is the only one left in her universe because yeah. everybody else has died. And the Watcher brings her to a universe where they lost their Black Widow. Yeah. And she's reunited with like her, you know, her family. Yeah. And oh God, it was like, so sad and so happy but everyone else has to kind of like go back to their universe but the watcher like lets black widow come back Uh to go to this other one and it's like no she's not the same one but they're hinting at they want that one to complete them you know right and i just feel like 
did they just tell us exactly what they're doing in What If? What If is so criminally underrated. I can't yeah. believe the amount of people that haven't watched that show, especially because they're doing so many things based off <laughs> it in the future, like the zombie show. The Marvel versus Zombies, that's literally what if. And I think we recapped that episode and the first thing we said was, this needs to be a show. <laughs> exactly. Then, again, they listen. They um, listen. And I, Thank I think- you. I, right. <laughs> Thank I, you, Marvel. Incredible. I think also after that epic Black Widow movie, it was a little confusing because it came out after she had already passed and Infinity or an Endgame. And that was just such a good movie. Mm-hmm. And she made an ultimate sacrifice too. And just to see everything that happened with her backstory, just, you know, I wasn't a big Black Widow fan before yeah. that. And I think that was because they never presented her in like that much of a likable way. You know what I'm saying? Like She was they, always pretty background. Yeah. And a lot of, she was also like very, Sexualized. her character was, also she was standoffish. Like she didn't really. Right. She wasn't very warm, no. which is fine. Which which makes sense why, you know, they needed this movie to kind of show where she yeah. comes from. And I will say on this note, please give the Marvels a chance. Just because it's a woman in a suit saving the world instead of a flying penis doesn't take away from the storyline <laughs> or the action. I think the Marvels is going to be, again, underrated. Nobody's going to oh, go see it. Oh, they're already crapping on it. They're already so mad it's at so, it. It's so wrong. And it's like I the know. amount of people that haven't watched Miss Marvel or just gave up on it because it's not the same exact Marvel show predicted story. Is embarrassing, honestly, mm-hmm. if you're not giving it a chance. Like, come on, you know, grow up a little bit, you know? Um, but yeah. I'm, Expand your horizon. Seriously. Women and, are people too. We right. shouldn't have to keep saying it. And if anything, I feel like the Marvels will end up being more epic and have a storyline that actually makes sense, not mm-hmm. just, oh, bad guys, I'm strong man in suit, let's kill, and then bring somebody back from the dead, you know? Yeah, because that's so overdone it's so as overdone. well. It's, it's everything. And then everyone's always complaining that it's the same Marvel movie over and over again. And then it's they like, wonder that's why. what you want. What are you talking about? Exactly. Um, and then, you know, Marvel, I, I will say this, though. They're, they're pretty shitty at movies, but they're excellent on TV shows. So they still have something cooking. Everyone's giving up on them now. But I personally thought She-Hulk was a disaster, but... <laughs> I still enjoyed the hell out of it. <laughs> I did. I, I had there fun. were I did have fun. It was all over the place. Um, and that is our Marvel recap, you guys. One more nerd news before we jump into Loki. House of the Dragon season two officially premiere date is going to be summer twenty twenty four. I'm so excited. Less than a I can't year. wait for that. I can't Less wait to recap that, oh too. Oh, my God. I feel like we have a lot of fun with those because yeah. it's so serious and we can't be serious. Yeah, <laughs> and they're all like rated R and mature. It's not like Marvel PG-13. They're yeah. just crazy yeah but really excited about that you guys you have time to binge all of game of thrones and all house of the dragon still because it's that easy um all right let's get into loki yeah we got episode three and four yeah episode three loki recap um if you listen to our last episode we predicted that this episode would probably focus on some other characters because we haven't really seen them and it really did in a way um we still got to see loki and mobius and ob but uh we do start with catching up with that nasty orange bitch, Miss uh, Minutes. and sour orange. She has teamed up with Ravona Renslayer. Right. Um, kind of a weird duo, but I guess, you know. It is it's, really weird. It begins to make sense, like, as the episode goes on. Because we kind of don't really know why she, they all, they, like, dip together. Right. I feel like she just preys on the weak and they have nobody else. So they just have to, like, well, team up. Well, it seems like they have history. Right. It does. And a lot of it. A little too much history, mm-hmm. if you know what I'm saying. Because she's about to reveal things by the end of this episode. Right. That Ravona just doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Um... But they have te- they teamed up to bring back Kang, so that brings them to Chicago in 1863 to drop a book, the one that Ouroboros wrote, mm-hmm. um, into the childhood home of Victor Timely. And that is just too much for my brain to really process so because cool, I don't though. really understand how that works, like how this already existed, let's drop it in this kid's house and then time jump 30 years so he's an adult and like doing things and we'll just see like what comes of it but apparently this was Kang's plan the whole time that he had shared with Miss Minutes like if I ever mm-hmm. die you need to go here yeah. and do this so it's very strange she knew um, everything all along 
Oh, yeah. She knows everything. Totally. She's an AI. Mm -hmm. Aren't we? (laughs) No wonder she's the villain. Right. The AI is such a villain. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) The villain of like 2023 is AI. AI. It's Miss Minutes. (laughs) She should be just the icon for it. The fucking mascot. It's amazing. Um... But yeah, so I also wanted to note that they they drop off in 1863, and I believe slavery hadn't ended t- for two more years. So it must have been really scary for Renslayer to be walking around in Chicago. Say. And I feel like she did get some looks. Yeah. I mean, and more than an orange clock, you know? Right. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. I just want to put that it's good, out good there. Good note, notable I was, history. I was like, no, I was concerned because I was like, is something crazy gonna happen? You never right know. Now? Actually, but that's Marvel a good wouldn't point. do that. No, they couldn't. We're yeah. just gonna pretend it's not. It's not happening in this I, timeline. Yeah, <laughs> they're just pretending it's not. Yeah, happening. everyone's friends. Yeah, but um, meanwhile, back at the TVA, Ob informs uh, uh the team that they're all gonna die mm-hmm. <laughs> because the TVA is gonna collapse on itself because they can't handle all these breaks in the timeline. Mm-hmm. But if they did a system reset or up like help the temporal loom, then they could, um, you know, save it and make it so it can handle all of these different timelines. Mm-hmm. Um, but that requires he who remains. His aura. Right. Or possibly Miss Minutes. Because right. they think Miss Minutes could do it as She's well. She's like the head honcho key to everything. So, yeah. So, they're like, well, we don't have the aura of He Who Remains because he's dead in a chair, like slumped over at the end of time. True. And so, they're like, well, let's find Miss Minutes then. And mm-hmm. the way they find Miss Minutes is to track Renslayer. Mm-hmm. And so, they do. So, now they're both in the same timeline. It's 1893. That is the title of this episode. Mm-hmm. They're in Chicago at the World's Fair. Yeah. The yeah. World's Fair, which actually did happen in history. That was okay. the last good thing Chicago had, I think. So yeah, and Mobius was like, "Wow, they we I, how did I forget yeah, about this? This like, is such uh, a big thing in like, time." It's cute to see him like actually like go places, you know, because mm-hmm. he's so like by the book, doesn't want any emotional connection, and it's like cool to see him like live it up with Loki a little bit before yeah, they die, you know, like having that popcorn. Yeah, what were they having? Was it like caramel popcorn? It was um, Cracker Jacks, the mm. original Cracker Jacks. Yeah, and they got having it from a Cracker stand. Jacks. And yeah, okay. that was cool. That was a cool little tidbit. I didn't catch that. I was like, what the heck are they eating? Loki yeah. hated it. But they uh, they kind of <laughs> stopped for a second because uh, the gods, the Norse gods, there's like statues of them, mm-hmm. and Loki's not there. But like Thor and Odin are there, and so he's like, nobody even knows Balder the Brave, and yeah. Mobius is like, oh yeah, I know him, and it's he's like, like you it. know what? <laughs> Sometimes I forget you're one of them. Yeah, that's crazy, and he's like, that's so cool, mm-hmm. and. I think that was for the audience to kind of remind us yeah. how powerful Loki is. Because we kind of, he's had his power stripped away living in the TVA. So right. he's basically just mortal. Nothing of his, none of his powers work there. Mm-hmm. So we kind of have seen, and he always loses in the past. So we kind of are forgetting how powerful he is. But we did catch a lot of his magic in episode two. Yeah. And then he also whips it out episode three. Which He's is humanized in the show, you know. He is. Definitely. Oh, it's amazing. Um, so where was I? Uh, so they basically go into, you know, like one of the showings, like oh, a stage. Yeah, yeah. Victor, Victor Timely. Timely, which his character is amazing. He looks so cool. He looks like an Einstein variant almost. Just hair out to yeah. hear the glasses. And it's obviously Kang. This is a variant of Kang. And he comes out with like his... Um, Loom, his, his temporal loom. temporal loom, and everybody freaks out about it. They're like, "Oh, let me buy it, let me buy it." And Ravona and Miss Minutes are there. They're gonna tell him what's up. And Mobius, yeah, and he's Loki like, walk he's in. like, he he sees Ravona, and he's like, Damn, he's like, "Wait a second, okay, I could talk to you for a second." Deja vu. <laughs> um, and so you know, they end up going together, and Mobius and Loki, they kind of have like a little chase scene or whatever, and um. They're all trying to get Victor Timely because obviously Loki and Mobius need Victor Timely to save save the TVA TVA. and the timelines. And Ravona and Miss Minutes are like, let's burn this thing to the ground. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I feel like in summary for this episode, just so we can dive in for... by the end of this, he runs to like the the Ferris wheel or whatever. Yeah, and Sylvie is there, Sylvie's trying there. to kill him, and Loki's yeah. like, "Dude, you can't." can't. Do this. And then she realizes he's like a nice guy, and so she doesn't want to kill him. So that's what gets like Renslayer and Miss Minutes to take him away. Uh-huh. And they're like on this boat, 
And then Ravona <laughs> and Kang are kind of like falling in love, or Victor Timely, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he's then he like drops her off the boat because he's like, I don't do partners, which he had mentioned earlier. Right. And then they're like, Hop- is this episode three still where they're hopped away in the shed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then so he's hidden away with Miss Minutes and then she like really creeps on him. Miss Minutes is flirting and it's really gross. It wasn't like flirting. It was scary. It's like she knew what she was already going to do. It's like he told her to do all of this already before. Yeah. She was like, give me a body so we can like be lovers. Yeah. Which is like. What? Yeah, it was so it's weird, so and she like morphed into one of those like d- like body dummies or whatever. Yeah, that was so gross. I was so scared. I was like, oh my god, she just got scarier, and that was impossible because she was already a fucking She's floating terrifying. orange. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah. So she totally has a thing for Victor Timely, and again, in my mind, I'm constantly thinking Kang, he who remains, whoever is just telling her these things. Well, this to, girl like, has daddy issues because he invented her. Exactly. Yeah. So she should be looking at it like that. You know? Right. Um, and Ravona's kind of, I feel like, still kind of clueless at this point on what she's supposed to do. Um, and Loki and Mobius, they arrive to the shed. They And also with Sylvie, and Sylvie just wants to, like, beat Ravona's ass. You yeah. know, she's like, oh, I've killed you so many times, you know, Ooh, yeah. in my mind. Um, so Loki and Mobius get Victor Timely. They leave, and, like, Ravona and Sylvie end up and. So, uh, Sylvie ends up sending Ravona back to the final scene of season one where yeah. Sylvie actually kills he who remains mm-hmm. and it looks the exact same so that's the ep- that's the and beginning and he's just there slumped over on the chair he's just there slumped over in the same fit um, this is the beginning of same episode fit. four hasn't changed hasn't changed um, <laughs> same position same just sleeping um and so it's really cool to see this scene and like revisit it again because obviously it's all messed up it's all trashed i mean so much went down in this last episode and it was kind of cool to have like a little revisit to that um and just realize man this is when like the multiverse began this is what like jump started at all you know Mm -hmm. that's when we saw that purple color and we're like oh my god we're gonna look for it in every movie um and so miss minute then miss minutes then appears and she shows ravona a scene of kang and her from the past where kang is like alluding that him and ravona are gonna take over and like she's gonna take over because she's done such a service to him and they're going to be together, whatever. But we know... They're going to rule together. Oh, but we know from the comics, historically in that, that they can never exist together. Kang hasn't found a timeline where they can exist together because she always dies. Yeah. And that's what he's always chasing. He doesn't know that as Victor Timely, but like he knows that in his other variants. But he also, like, doesn't he kill her, too? Like, they just don't get along. They just never they're works. They're very toxic. It's very toxic. Um, and then Miss Minutes then tells Ravona. They don't even need Kang. Like, we can just girl boss this shit. And then yeah. that's how that scene ends. Um, so Victor and Timely. They can. Yeah, they can. <laughs> um, I wouldn't team up with this minutes, but maybe there's like a fucking grapefruit I or something else around. I would never trust Miss Minutes. Mm, never. Um, so Victor Timely is at the TVA with Mobius, Loki, and Sylvie now. They're obviously trying to get his help to stop the timelines with the multiverse from multiplying. Um, they take him to Obi, and Victor remembers Obi's name from the TVA manual he received from Ravona and Miss Minutes in episode three. And um, they're obviously both big fans of each other. They're like, you inspired my work. But he's like, you inspired my work. Yeah. And again, it's like, mind fuck. Oh, my God. They both inspired each other at different times. It's just crazy. Time is a very interesting concept it in this show. It is like, a, what do you say, like a snake eating itself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is apparently what the word Ouroboros means. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um. So, Obi, you know, fills in Victor Timely on the plan and everybody. So, one of them is going to have to take the super multiplayer into the super launcher, which is like this big, you have to like go into space. Mobius did it in like episode two. Right. He didn't succeed, whatever. And you go out this door and it's all the branch timelines around and it's like obviously getting worse as time goes along. So using this, for example, you go out this door, the super launcher is here or the temporal loom and you have to go all the way up there, launch it into the loom. It's going to dock there. Then it's going to scale the property and the capacity to manage the backlog of all the branches that were created when he who remains was killed. So basically okay. they're gonna like they're gonna like open it up. They're gonna make the rings in the loom bigger so more branches can fit through so like nobody like freaks out and explodes and like whatever. Yeah, I understand that. Science, totally. man. I know. Yeah. I was not good at that science. Did but not go over my head, not even a little bit. That was like word for yeah. word what he said in the episode. So I just was like, <laughs> okay, let me just type this because I'm not gonna be able to explain that in my own words. 
But um, and so then they fight over who's actually going to do this because Obi makes these little figurines to like show them, and they're pretty generic looking because the guy has a helmet on. And um, Loki's like, or uh, Mobius is like, well, it's your turn, Loki. And Loki's like, what do you mean? That doesn't even look like me. <laughs> and Sylvie's like, well, it has a helmet. It doesn't look like anybody. And the whole time, Victor Timely's just there like, is anybody going to fucking ask me if I yeah. can help them? You know, because obviously he has some idea of all of it. Mm -hmm. He then proposes an idea for him and Obi to work on with his little his little gadget he has or yeah. whatever. Um, and then. I was surprised that Victor Timely was so brave. He was really brave for I being in that like situation. I felt like he wasn't like the bravest, so um, that's not really his character. So I was surprised that he would like offer to do that. It's almost like he knew. Yeah, he had these signals that were making him aware of the plan. You know, I'm gonna put my sweater on. <laughs> so then Mobius suggests to at this point go get some pie in very Mobius fashion. It. Oh no, <laughs> can't figure it out. Um, you can go on. <laughs> so Mobius wants to go get some pie. You know, they have that really good key lime pie little staff room. And Sylvie's like, what the hell? Like, I don't want to go get pie. You brought me here to, like, end this shit. Why are we getting pie? You know, she calls him. It's kind of sad. Because he likes pie. He likes pie. Let him have his pie. He just wants she's to, like. She's so mean. She's so mean. And she just, like, she's one of those people that doesn't live in the moment. Yeah. You know? And I think that's her fucking problem. I think yeah. that's everybody's problem in this TVA. She's always worried about time you know, and her going like, back to McDonald's in living, the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Like, living I have in apocalypses. A right. I have a mullet and a nose ring now. Like, I don't have to deal with you guys. I'm too <laughs> exactly. cool. Exactly. Like, what? Um, and so she calls him out for finding out that he's a variant and he's not even looking back into his timelines and he's kind of being a coward about it all. She's not wrong, but I don't know. I have a soft spot for Mobius. I'm like, this guy is just like trying to do the right thing not make it complicated whether that's right or wrong like he's just not I think he's hiding from he's hiding his, from it he's scared yeah you know? and it's it's sad and I feel for the guy but um and so then that scene ends and then we're back with uh the TVA cop squad slash Minutemen in their holding cell with Docs and uh B5 oh, and Bradley so and they start arguing while Brad B5 tries to hype everyone up by saying they all like learn earned their lives and the timeline that, that they were in and we should do this, that, and that. Like we shouldn't let them win. And then B15 comes in and she tries to convince the general docs and the Minutemen to help them and trust the TVA because mm -hmm. they both love it. They respect it. And you could tell they're like thinking about it. Like yeah. Docs wants to do the right thing. She loves the TVA. But you're still like, mm, I don't know what they're going to do because Bradley's yeah. really sketchy. So then we go he back. He is. He can't yeah. be trusted. He can't be trusted. He's too vain. Um, so then we go back to Sylvie and Loki in Pyland. <laughs> and Loki, again, completely humanized here, but also just so badass and just like, I was very proud of Loki at this moment because the way he handled things with explaining stuff to Sylvie. But he explains to Sylvie that like Mobius, again, is just trying to do the right thing. Like this yeah. guy has never really done anything bad to him that wasn't fair. Like, yeah, they might have not gotten along in the beginning, but he was being fair. Yeah. Whatever. It was such an enemies to lovers storyline. It, it was. So nice. I'm so here for their love, their love, their love triangle, honestly. Yeah. Um. So Loki brings up that Thor oh God, was banished from Asgard and sent to Earth. And he said Thor changed and like he made fun of him for it when he came back and he was soft and stuff. But he, he's kind of like, I don't even know what that comparison. It was beautiful. It was cute to like hear him bring up Thor. Yeah. And everything. And again, humanized, even though he's a god. Mm -hmm. um, and he's kind of trying to leverage what Sylvie did by not killing Victor Timely, that it saved a lot of people's lives. Like he's trying to tell her, hey, like what you did was really good. A lot of people lived because of it, mm -hmm. as well as some of the TVA, like what they're doing it's they're not bad people you know and sylvie just wants to burn the entire place still she's like i don't i'm not down you know like yeah. this still isn't isn't sitting right with me um and so then you know she's like i don't want to play god like i don't want to have to protect these timelines like it's not what i signed up for mm -hmm. and loki simply says we are gods and he walks away there yes. was like mic drop moment. I was like, wow, I could hear his footsteps echoing. That <laughs> well was another like reminder to the audience. I was like, we oh. are gods. And Loki is something bigger than we all he is. ever thought. And I think we're about to see more of it too mm -hmm. in this next. But I love that scene. Again, the growth of his character is amazing. Like he had a line in there where he's like, hope is hard. His arc has been like one of my favorites. Yeah. It was just beautiful. Um, and so then we go back to the Minutemen in their holding cell. 
Ravona, of course, appears to them with Miss Minutes because now they're teaming up and they're trying to fucking destroy the TVA. Yeah. So Ravona's trying to convince them to side with them. She promises anyone who joins her and helps destroy the TVA will have a permanent life on the timeline. That's a big, that's a big bargain, you know? Mm-hmm. And Docs is like, I'm not doing that. She's like, I finally see the bigger picture. I want to do something better. You yeah. Know? Which was really cool to see her character. And that way, Ravona ends up killing them all. They kind of get squished in that like that big little block. box that they mm-hmm. put Brad in before. Brad's like, I'm not doing that again. So yeah. he stands out. And uh, B15, they they leave, and then B15 walks in to see what they did, and she is in shock. Yeah, because they're all dead. It's, uh, it's pretty intense, except for Brad. Except for Brad. Um, Who I guess is now a part of the Miss Minutes. Ravona and Miss Minutes. The girl the team. girl boss team. Yeah. Um, so now we're back with OB. And uh, Victor is very impressed with this hot chocolate machine that oh, Mobius gets. And he's like, oh my God, like I need one of those. What is that? Mm-hmm. And um, so then one of the, the TVA people takes him to the hot chocolate machine because Mobius is like, oh, just let him go. Because Mobius is a nice guy. He's like, yeah. yeah, this guy is from 1893. Let him see a fucking machine. Um, and then at that point, Bradley runs up on him, captures him. Yeah, kills this TVA agent. Kills the TVA agent, prunes him. And um, then Miss Minutes, we realize, is starting to take control of all the systems, so nothing's working. She's like overriding everything. Um, B-15 comes in and lets all of them know what happened to Docs and the Minutemen. They're like, oh no, this is getting worse. Mm-hmm. And then in the background, everything's just like the lights are going off. You can tell everything's like shitting. Um, Victor's shitting. shitting. It's just, just shitting. Taking a big old shit. I couldn't think of a better word. Um, <laughs> shutting down. <laughs> shutting down <laughs> shitting. Sorry, I got to mix up. Um, so Victor is now back with Ravona and Miss Minutes, and they're like interrogating him. And they're demanding him to give them his little temporal lobe device thing that he has. Yeah. And he's just kind of like giving him the runaround to like buy more time, which again is like. I feel like he's starting to like see the bigger picture here. He mm-hmm. just like knows something. He's like these people are off. Yeah, they're they're he's and like I've been here before. The, like the space wizards are nice to me. <laughs> he's like I like them. Right. And so um Loki and Sylvie go to try to find Victor Timely. They start getting separated because Miss Minutes is causing everything to mess up while they're trying to find him cuz like she obviously knows what's going on. She controls everything. Loki is running through the TVA while Sylvie is stuck in the golden elevator. And there's like this moment where you see him and he's wearing a jacket again. And he like has like a pruner and he sees himself, which was the actual Loki we were watching, like roll up to the golden elevator. And he's like, oh, my God, they're that they're that weaved in together now. Yeah. And so he has to prune himself. Yeah. In front of Sylvie. And he's like, just trust me. And then he's right behind her. Yeah. (laughs) Right behind him. And she's like, what the? Um. (laughs) What a mind fuck. Like, that's insane. And so it the, is so right. hard to, for me to like understand what's going on. Right. And then um, the phone is, there's just a phone right there ringing in the background. It's like, oh my God, who's it going to be? In my mind, I'm like thinking anybody, is it going to be Thor? Is it going to be Rocket? Like the wrong number. Right. I'm like, oh shit. Oh, <laughs> that would have been telemarketer. Funny. That would have been funny if it was like somebody from a different like show or movie or something. Like, whatever. Um, and so they answer it and it's OB. And Obi's like, okay, we're gonna reboot the entire system. That's the only way we can like do this. Miss Minutes is then taken offline. She mm-hmm. starts glitching, and she's like, oh no, they're like doing this, that, and that, and her little accent. Oh, it was amazing. It was so nice to watch this. Yeah, I felt really happy after this. And um, she's like, oh, I, I have to tell you, Victor Timely, and she's like glitching, glitching, and she goes, she gets all evil, and she's like, you'll never be him. It's like, oh. Okay. Yeah. And again, I think that she was told to say that to him because that was like igniting something in him for what he's about to do. Maybe. It was like it was like just a little like hints set up yeah. for him to do what he's gonna do. You know what I just realized? Yeah. She's here. Oh my god. No. <laughs> She's this here. This is live from the Lincoln Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> um and so Obi and them, they continue to reboot the system. And B5 slash Bradley, he has a new timeline that enters. Yeah. And he prunes Ravona and Loki and Sylvie get Victor again. They go back to Obi's. This is the final scene of the show. Anxiety is just 
all the way up here. Mm-hmm. They like lift up the curtains and everything's hitting the fan. You just see like the temporal lobe and all the timelines. It's going crazy. And uh, they tell Victor because they need his aura. They're going to have to have him put his head in the scanner to do this. So they put his hand in the scanner. Uh, he's like so scared. He's too. like, uh, what? So he I does not it. put my head in anything. I'm like, like damn. That. Wait, yeah, I'm gonna get cancer or whatever. Um, and so the curtains open again, and you see how crazy all of it's all everything that's happening. Loki volunteers to do it and like walk out there and like do the switch or whatever, but Victor says it should be him again. Why is he so brave all of a sudden? Why is he so confident in this like weird timeline? Because it has to be him. Because it has to be him. He knew this, like, there was little things that were set up for him. There was something in that TVA manual or something. Um, he suits up. He walks out, immediately turns into spaghetti. Yeah, loved it. Immediately just like, like, what? Yeah. (laughs) That was my first, I was like, oh my God, this. this, I rewound it. What is happening? Because I like like, looked away for a second and I'm like, oh my God, spaghetti. They messed it up. Right? Mm-hmm. I was like, this is the wrong episode. This <laughs> what can't are you be right. showing us? This can't be right. And it was like the loudest silence after that. Because you see all their faces. And you see this like close up of Loki where I think, again, humanized. He's starting to like cry, which I feel like we've never really seen him be like that emotional until this show. And he's like, it's almost like something's like switching off in his head too. Like he yeah. knows what he has to do. Um, And Obi's like, oh, the temporal radiation, it's just too high. And the entire temporal loom is destroyed. You mm-hmm. just see it disintegrate. And you just kind of zoom in on Loki. And that's how the episode ends. And it was just, holy shit, what just happened? Yeah. And that that was episode four. Yeah, everything is going down around us. The TVA is blowing up. Mm-hmm. Loki, we do have a trailer, though. There is a trailer for the episode, episode five, that comes out today. Yeah. And it seems like he's going to have to travel through the sacred timeline Mm -hmm. and pick up his squad. Yeah. And, you know, Mobius is a... Selling jet skis. Yeah. Um, he goes to that dealership for sure. I think yeah. I saw that. He's like, I need you back at the TVA. And he's like, it's gone. And he was like, I think you're talking about ATVs. And <laughs> yeah. no, we, we just got two in. A little so dyslexia I can there. Um, so I don't know how he's going to convince all these people. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's got to find like OB and Hunter B15. I think she's in like scrubs and like a doctor's coat or something. Yeah. So she's like a doctor. It's going to be. Um, so they have all these like lives. Um, outside of the TVA, but yet they obviously then we we are shown a scene where they're like kind of back together, mm-hmm. and he's kind of like, let's do this again, and they're all in their like clothes right from the, from time the other timelines. Yeah, so somehow Space Wizard convinces them that they got to go with it's them. Crazy! It's going to be such a good episode. I, I can't, can't wait. wait to watch it. Two more episodes, and that's it. Two- oh, God, there's only six. Six. I thought there was going to be eight. No, five um, and six, and then that's it. Oh, my God. Um, and we have to recap Invincible. We do, which I'm, <laughs> I'm totally happy with. But, I, God, this Loki, it did, get me, it did take me a little bit longer to get excited about this season just because it's been so long since season one. Yeah. But, man, it's so easy to get into. It's so good. It's so good. It's such a good starting off for phase five. Like, yeah, this I is what they needed. I couldn't think of a better. Yeah. Because everybody had lost faith. Everybody. I mean, I kind of did a little bit, too. I never lose complete faith. We, we did call it. We were like, this, this is DC's year. Yeah, and I, I still think it might be. But, man, Marvel's I mean. Marvel's going to give them a run for their money. Right. They have a redemption arc planned, and Loki might might be it, honestly. Yeah. Um. Really excited to see where they go with these next couple episodes, because obviously this season picks up before Ant-Man, Quantumania, mm-hmm. so it could lead into something with what happens in that movie. Will they go to the Void? Will they see Goliath? Will we see Crocodile Loki? Will we see all the other Lokis? And love to see Crocodile Loki. Yeah, again. did Victor plan it all alone? along? Will Loki sacrifice himself? There's so much Is that could Loki happen. Is Loki the actual head of the TVA? There's so many things I that know. are so unanswered. Some people are saying um, that, though. But yeah, we'll find out. Um, so keep uh, joining us um, on Relatable Nerds wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. And now we are on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. So that's very exciting. So yes. check us out there. Um, thank you guys again for listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.